Hey everybody, welcome to the Relax and Enjoy Health podcast. I'm Andrew French and I'm the Optimal Health, Wellbeing and Balance Coach. This is episode number eight where I talk to Anne Iaki. Today with Anne we're learning how to balance a healthy lifestyle with a busy one. Let's get into the interview. Welcome. Here we are with our episode, or I don't know what episode we're going to be, but anyway, the Relax and Enjoy Health podcast. We're here with Anne Iaki, and I got that correct? You have, indeed, which is quite impressive. (laughs) Yes, fantastic. Okay, so Anne has been helping busy people for 12 years on how to combine a healthy lifestyle with a busy lifestyle. Anne, tell us about yourself and what you do. Um, So, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, As you mentioned, I help busy people uh, lead a healthy lifestyle. Um, I I myself struggled at the time um, combining both and uh, it made me quite miserable. And I'm sure we're going to get into that in a a, a bit more depth in in a bit. But um, yeah, so I decided to really help people that you know, don't feel confident, don't feel happy within themselves, get out of that uh, funk and uh, help them make lifestyle changes that are not drastic, but that will make a massive difference to how they feel, um, their happiness. Um, and we all know that when we don't feel well within ourselves, we are, uh, it projects into lots of other things like work, like family life and all the other bits and pieces. So that's what I help people with. That's fantastic. And you've even you've written a book of this, The Five Simple Steps to Releasing the Real You. And uh, my, I love like the first edition. I love the tagline. You don't need a diet. You never did. Tell us a that's bit about right. that. Um, well, I've. You know, we all try different diets and different the new thing that's on the market, and we all hope to get a uh, a miracle cure or a miracle solution. Let's say that way uh, for the way we are and the way we we feel. And unfortunately, that doesn't work. And it all comes from within. We all have the tools and the uh, the ability to make some changes. We sometimes just need to see something and and hear something or read something, which is why I read the book, um, to to understand that by asking ourselves small and simple questions, um, we can make a massive change. So we don't need to, um, you know, this method or that method or whatever. It really comes from what we already do just make slight tweaks and um, things will change. Yeah, I love that. I love the way it's the the small tweaks. Well, I was discussing with someone just the other day, it's the tiny habits, the tiny habits that we increase over time and we just yep. keep stacking on top of each other so that it's attainable. And we're only doing one habit at a, as a, at a time because once it's a habit, it becomes ingrained with us. And, you know, we, we, just, we just go through with that and it's not a big effort. It is. And it's, it, I always say we have three types of habits. We have the good ones that we already have, which no one, by the way, generally thinks about it. We have the bad ones that we want to get rid of, which is what most people focus on. 
and we have the ones that we don't have yet that will be helpful into achieving our goals and actually if we focus on the ones we don't have yet and the ones that we the good ones that we have focus on these two the bad ones will just go instead of just focusing on the bad ones and just kicking ourselves all the time that's awesome because yeah, i find i find myself when i'm trying to change something it always seems bad work but for some reason yeah when you when you just focus on something good yeah you're exactly right the bad just seems to drop away yeah uh, i realized for myself so um i you know i started the book actually saying i'm a haribo addict i don't know if you got that over there but haribo no what's haribo uh so they they are um jelly sweets um you know like uh, jelly bears uh yep. and, okay. mix gotcha. and all these things um and i i just love them even today i can say that i just love them um but obviously now i realize what they do to me and you know i i do whatever it takes to avoid them um but i realized that when i was for instance um eating good food i didn't have the cravings so instead of saying i can't have them i can't have them i really focused on the good stuff and then the cravings just went makes a big difference mm. now you said you said in the in beginning you know even in the beginning you were a bit miserable with your life tell tell us about that um so i i worked really really hard um i used to work in the it industry i was in sales i used to travel a lot i speak um uh, quite a few languages so i was used to um uh, cover different countries uh, which meant a lot of travel a lot of entertaining clients and combining that with a healthy lifestyle is really hard when you're you know you're out and about on the road on a plane on a train uh leave early come home late my fridge was always empty except for probably a bag of carrots which i love carrots um and they last for a long time so that was easy <laughs> but um otherwise it was just a waste of 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 food really to have food in the fridge and then come home and have to trade all away so um lots of eating out takeaways um i didn't really know how to combine i i always used to like exercise but i never used to know how to combine exercise when you know i was out and about and um so yeah my weight crept up um and i just didn't like the way i felt even though i was making a joke of it um i inside i wasn't happy it affected lots of different things to be honest it affected my social life i had no clothes that i like to see myself in uh mm. i didn't want to go out with friends because you know how if you don't feel nice it's no good at work i wasn't as probably assertive as i could be because i didn't like myself um, and so it had an effect on lots of different things. Family as well. I was always miserable at family meetings because everyone looked great and I wasn't. And yeah, it's just not nice, really. And I wanted to change. But everyone that I spoke to was, well, follow this diet and come to the gym five times a week and you'll be fine. 
But that wasn't my reality. I was never, I, I wasn't able to come to the gym five times a week because I was never there. I wasn't really able to follow a specific diet because I wasn't at home. So how do you do it when you're out and about? And so it was all quite black and white and um, I felt miserable. <laughs> and so what it's did only you do? When I started doing some, my own research and a lot of studying and a lot of reading that I taught, you know what, there should be another way. I mean, my reality of traveling a hell of a lot is a reality that is there for a lot of people. So why could they not be healthy in the same way that I want to be healthy? And to be honest, mm. I did meet a few people that were traveling a hell of a lot and that were healthy. And uh, I observed and I wasn't too convinced that getting up at five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym was my thing. Um, but I saw what they were doing and I tried to see if there's other ways of achieving the same result or similar results that doesn't require that massive discipline that I personally didn't have. And to be honest, today, I don't have anyway. <laughs> Still don't have it. No, right. I don't. I, All right. Not... So how, how do you succeed then? Um, I... <sighs> It probably, interestingly enough, comes from my upbringing. So uh, my mom, and still today, by the way, my mom had plans for everything. Every day of the week was planned. And it makes life easy, but it's very, very inflexible. And I kind of rebelled against that in one way or another. And still today, when things are way too structured, I struggle. Um, so I like the flexibility, but I know what I need to do within that flexibility. And some people need it. It's not the easiest one when you want to get results, to be honest. Um, but it's one that works for me personally. So, yeah. So okay, one day, so... So let's say I want to make arrangements to, to, to go to the gym with a friend. I am very spontaneous. I'm like, oh, I've got a little bit of time, boom, let's go now. Um, so I end up going by myself most of the time because <laughs> it's hard to, but it works for me. While other people would say, you know, oh, let's make an arrangement at eight o'clock. And that's the same day, you know, same, same day of the week, every week at eight o'clock. It kind of, I, I struggle with that. Wow, that's amazing. It's just, I guess, yeah, yeah it's, different mindset so my parents had uh they had the meat and three veg it was it was uh dinner was plated up in the kitchen brought to you at the table if once you ate you had eaten that that's it so whether you're hungry or not doesn't matter food was plated you had your dinner and i've fed you and i think yeah i've my entire life now the food gets placed in the middle of the table and people can have whatever they like you know because yeah. if you want heaps of veggies have heaps of veggies if you just want meat have meat and, and yeah i guess that's my little rebellion from the way that i grew up yeah well i was like you as well so and, and then you know we knew i can still tell you what we had on monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday um you know uh, saturday was a little bit more whatever because my dad used to go to the market so depending on what he brought back from the market 
Um, but yeah, it was, um, I don't like that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan either. Okay, so what so what are your clients' biggest struggles? You know, when they first come to you, what, what are they what are they struggling with? So what they say they struggle with is their weight. Um what they don't say they struggle with is lots of other stuff like confidence, self-esteem, sleep, bloatedness not um not fitting in their clothes not being able to to do certain things with their kids not being able to fit on a airplane seat um uh, not having the confidence to speak up at work not going on dates um lots of different things that they struggle with that they put down to i'm struggling with my weight i tried lots of different diets and nothing works that's the thing. So how do you help them get up, get through all these? Um, some are very fixated on the number on the scales. And I slightly struggle with that kind of way of thinking. So before I, I work with someone, I have a long chat with them uh, to see if they are ready to look at things in a different way. Um, and I don't prescribe a diet. I look at what they currently do and help them make improvements. I have lots of different type clients from different backgrounds. I have Indian clients, I have British clients, I have um, I, I have uh, some Jewish clients, I have some uh, Asian clients. If I give them a diet that um, is one for all, it just won't work. Um, tell, tell you know an Indian client not to eat any curries anymore that's not going to happen. Um, tell an aging client that they can't have any rice, that's not going to happen either. So it's about taking what they currently do and help them to make it better. So I have lots of vegetarian clients, for instance, and funnily enough, lots of veggie clients don't eat enough vegetables. So I look exactly. at what they do and help them make improvements in what they do. That's from a nutrition point of view. From an exercise point of view, um, I look at what they currently do and see where exercise will fit in. I have one lady I started with, with um, you know, let's do 10 minutes five times a week of whatever you want. When could you fit those 10 minutes in? I have another client I currently work with and she said, I, you know, the best time for me to exercise is in the morning. I'm like, okay, so what are you currently doing in the morning? She said, I love to be in bed with my cup of tea in the morning. I'm like, okay, that's great. Um, so could you do it before? Could you do it after? Then go back and, you know, say, well, I've done what I need to do. Now let's have my cup of tea and, um, and go back to bed. And that's what she felt was the right thing for her. So I didn't care when she was doing her exercise as long as it was something that she accepted that that was the the way forward so to me it's really important that the person that i work with chooses what works for them i put lots of different options in front of them and they choose and the minute they choose it's really empowering as opposed to say this is what you should be doing and this is what you have to do it's actually i'm the one that chose so i can do it 
I feel I can do it. The same with sleep. I have some some clients who go to bed way past midnight every night because they're watching Netflix or they're on the, at work still late at night um, or, you know, they they just sit in front of the TV, whatever they do. And it's about, okay, what are you willing to change in your sleeping routine? Because we all know that when we're tired, the next day we're making bad choices. Exactly. It, you know, it's one of those things. So I, I make people think more about what they do as opposed to say, this is what you should be doing. Off you go. I think it's it's great because every single thing you've been saying comes back to your three types of habits. You've got the good ones they've already have, the bad ones that you want to get rid of, and you've got the ones that we don't have yet but we do want to cultivate. And I love the way that everything you're doing with all these this completely different variety of customer, uh, you're actually doing the exact same process with every single one. You're finding what they do 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 have that is good for them and, and is going to help their well-being and everything. And you're you're finding what's bad and, and you're helping them cultivate more of the good ones. And it's actually those good ones are actually the basis for the brand new ones that are coming in as well. So that makes it quite an easy transition for them. It is. And and it's quite an interesting one, the, the way you actually describe it, because when someone asks me what, you know, so every client, you start working with something different. I'm like, yeah, we all are what we are today because of what we do. You know, we can't change that. So every every solution for every client will be different because one client actually goes to bed super early and then gets up at five o'clock in the morning. Um, and then their day is very different. So we need to look at how supporting their day. Um, it's, it really varies. So if you just impose something on someone, it's not going to work. One anecdote, I used to work with this girl uh, when I used to work in corporate. And she came on Monday morning and said, oh, I've got this new diet, all good and well. And it was very prescriptive with what she had to eat at what time of the day. And on one of the days that week, we were in the middle of a meeting and off came this box of really smelly food that she opened in the middle of the meeting. And I'm like, well, can't you wait until the end of the meeting? Oh, no, 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 this is the time I need to eat. I was just like, how, like, seriously, that's just not going to work. And, you know, probably two weeks later, she stopped her diet because it was just not right. It didn't work. It's just too much work. <laughs> Very much too much work. All right. So what about you? What is your biggest struggle? Um, it's a good question there. Um, my biggest struggle is probably the the flexibility that I have. So I need to really make sure that within that flexibility, I do what I need to do for myself. But also probably I want to do so many different things that I need to be um, very conscious about not spreading myself thin and doing too many things. Um, you know, I'd, 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 I'd love to you know, you go cycling and I'd love to do this and I'd love to do that. And it's just sometimes just too much. So um, it is really about uh, planning, 
which, um, you know, and making a list. I have lists for everything. Um, so you have structure in your complete flexibility. Yeah, I do. I do. And then prioritize. That's probably my biggest thing of every day I wake up in the morning and I say, okay, this is what I need to do today. How, what, how am I going to make it happen? And within my day, I can be quite flexible as long as, and but I don't overdo it. So my to-do list is not one of those mega things. I have a very short to-do list every day um, because otherwise you end up doing nothing. All right. So you've got lists, you've got structure in the midst of your flexibility. And I guess the cool thing is, I mean, you want to do so many things and, you know, I guess so you've got your priorities and stuff. So you get to choose what things you get to do. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's whatever you feel like on that day. Uh, kind of. Uh, you know, kind there's of. still some, well, in the sense that, you know, there's some 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 things I want to achieve in life. Um, and so I need to make sure that what I do is getting me to to my end goals. So um, I, I generally take whatever goal I want to achieve, I break it down and uh, into manageable steps. Uh, and then off I go in and, and do those steps. Um, my struggle probably is the fact that I, I like that flexibility. And I know that on some days, I don't do enough of what um, I should be doing. But then on other days, I do way more because I'm so focused that I, I do much more. So eventually, I get there as well. That's but awesome. I don't beat now, myself up over it, which is what some people, you know. I think that's the bigger thing, self-compassion. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now going back to when you're in corporate, you're, you're miserable, you're larger than you wanted to be, not like having the confidence. Was there a specific moment that actually made you change, that all of a sudden gave you the kick in the pants that you needed? There were, there were two moments. One, I was at a friend's wedding and um, I, I saw pictures of myself. Uh, it's always women and the, and the wedding pictures. Yeah, uh, that's one thing. But the second thing as well is I, I, had, I couldn't fit into my clothes and I had to go and buy the size up. And that's one thing I really didn't want to uh, I want to do. So those were probably the two key moments that did it for me. So very, very external things in one way or another when you think about it. So nothing from me saying enough is enough and today is the day. It really was two really external stuff that happened, um, you know, clothes shopping and a picture um, that did it for me. So what did you change immediately or was it gradual did you actually follow the three types of habits system um i i because i had tried lots of different diets before and some worked by the way they just weren't sustainable um i i i at that time i it was trial and error certain things worked certain things didn't 
um i knew i had to eat a little bit better um so the first thing i did was making sure i had veg with every meal and um not ordering um there were a few things that i did eating veg with every meal um not doubling up on my carbs so if i had chips for instance i didn't have um I didn't have bread or rice in the same meal, something or potatoes uh, as well. I made a rule, which sounds quite funny, but um, I made a rule that chips are really nice, but the minute they're cold, they're actually not that nice anymore. You know, when you have your, your, yeah. um, your, your bowl of chips. So I made a rule that I'll have chips, but the minute they're cold, they'll stay there. So I'll stop eating. So that kind of reduced the amount of chips that I was eating. And um, I wouldn't look at the dessert menu before ordering when I was out. That's a big thing. I've, every time I go out, I never look at the desserts menu. My wife looks at it every single time, just in case. Yep, just in case. And to be honest, I made choices of what I was going to have before to be able to have dessert so um wow. yeah <laughs> definitely so those little things i mean they're not massive bits if you think about it but they made a big difference because um not just that it make a big difference from health purpose but also it felt that i was in control so yeah. i was the one to make the choices which is is massive as well quite often i hear you know Oh my God, I couldn't help it, but have X, Y, Z. Well, you know, when you think about it, we are all in control. Obviously some days, you know, things happen. Um, but I'd say 95% of the time we are in control of the choices that we make. So. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's, it's funny, like you say about the control, cause, uh, like, I've done health and fitness since, you know, I was 16 years old and I've been a chef for 30 years and I've literally, I've gone up to 120 kilos of, you know, pure roly poly fat and I've been really muscular and I'm, I'm you know, somewhere in the middle at the moment. And, uh, but it's interesting. Like I reckon I tried every single diet under the sun and there were literally some diets where, you would lose control and and i put it i used to tell people that that sometimes it was like all of a sudden you'd become aware again and you're halfway through your second pie and it's and you made a conscious decision to have the meat pie for lunch but it's almost like you had no memory of it and then it's like when immediately that craving gets taken away all of a sudden your your little bit of your brain wakes up and goes we we weren't going to do this and you're just like oh wow which mm -hmm. if you're not careful and you don't have that self-compassion does send you into the eating spiral because yeah. it doesn't matter now and and everything like that but it, it's interesting how different diets can actually have those negative impacts on you because you do get tired. You do lose that decision-making ability. You do let the cravings take over if you, you know, if you, uh, I guess, don't let yourself have them for so long. And yeah, a lot of people, I'm, I'm sure lots of people do the exact same thing. 
they do i mean that that control as well when you when it becomes you know second nature it's very empowering as well because you're like oh my god i actually can do it now i'm ready for the next stage what more can i do exactly and it's just like you're saying those little habits like i will have vegetables with every meal if the chips are cold then we don't eat them because cold chips suck i i, I recently did um my wife's doing uh, hypnotherapy uh, at the moment so she's just qualified in hypnotherapy she's doing her masters this week and uh, she was just teaching me because for me when i'm out at camp because they have ice cream fridges with every ice cream imaginable and i was you know i'll just treat myself and then next minute it's every second day and then next minute it's every day and so she actually did this this one with me where you actually associate the ice cream with something that is not nice you know something mm -hmm. that's something i definitely don't want and all this type of stuff and all of a sudden it takes the craving away because all of a sudden you've taken it from you know something nice to something not nice and that becomes your association you know like you're doing with yeah. the chips cold chips are terrible we don't eat cold chips you know like we're we're too good for cold chips which is and it's cool because it's such a simple rule and like mine at the moment is no matter what i'm eating i will leave something behind because i don't need to eat that you know so it, it could be an absolutely delicious meal but no i'm going to leave some because i don't need to eat that mm -hmm. yeah because i it, see i see it all the time it doesn't matter what decision it is as long as you make a decision one way or another and the same with dessert like now there's i i order weightless dessert but the amount of desserts that i had that are actually not tasty is crazy so now i might have a spoonful if it's not nice enough i just won't have it that's awesome and considering you used to make your entire meal choices based around what dessert was going to be yeah so that's yep. massive definitely so that's incredible all right now do you have a coach or a mentor yourself uh not right now at the moment um i am still working through a lot of stuff that i worked with uh, my previous coach and um once i've done that and I'm at that next stage, I'll re see, I'll revisit and say, is that coach still the right one for me or not? Yeah. That's awesome. The fact that yeah, you can change, you can evolve. And sometimes I I love the fact I've I've definitely had a few coaches myself. And sometimes, you know, sometimes you leave because of financial reasons or something, and sometimes it just doesn't serve you anymore and it's time you know and it might actually be time to move on so that's fantastic i think i worked with quite a few coaches over the years and um some were really great for the stage i was at exactly but they themselves evolve in one way or another and sometimes you just grow apart and that's perfectly fine all right so now i've come up to the part now do you have daily habits and rituals with your massive no i don't have structure but i do have structure yeah. 
So there's a few things that I do every day. First of all, I start my day with uh, a shower and a green tea. That's the first thing I do. Uh, I can't start my day without those two and breakfast. Um, that's one thing I always do. Um, and then there's a few things that I do um, uh, in the evening. Before I go to bed, I so I do a lot of batch cooking. Uh, I live by myself and, uh, you know, cooking for one is not much fun. So uh, I have lots of food in the freezer that stuff that i've cooked before or just portioned different fish different whatever i do i do eat a lot of fish and before i go to bed i take out whatever i want to eat the following day so i don't know what i'm gonna have the following day i just look at my diary and i say okay i'm at home for lunch and dinner what am i gonna have tomorrow and that's what i take out of the freezer um and then just before going to bed or actually when i am in bed so just before uh turning the light off i have um not so much a gratitude journal but a a notebook where i write down the one good thing that happened to me today so that i go to bed i close my eyes on a positive note so yeah those are the few things that i do as a routine on a regular basis but it does mean that I know what I'm going to eat the next day. It does mean that I start the day well, and it does mean that I finish the day well as well. That's amazing. That's really, really good. So now, do you do anything specific for mindset on a daily basis? Like some people meditate, some people, but is it just the that particular gratitude journal or is there anything further? I... I don't do it regularly in the sense that I don't do it on a daily basis, but when I feel stuck, um, I, I all write, that's one thing, or I go for a swim or I go for a walk. So those three things help me kind of see clarity. I don't know about you, but like lots of people say that when they're in the shower, lots of ideas come to their minds. Definitely in the shower, um, yeah. <laughs> for me, it's when I'm in nature or in the swimming pool. So that's I do. I do. Yeah. I went for a walk yesterday morning, which was, you know, uh, excellent to gain clarity. And at the end of my walk, there is this. They they fly you into outback regional Queensland, and often you're in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere. I'm very lucky that the camp I'm at is in the middle of a very small town who has a 50 meter Olympic pool, which happens to open next month. And so I'm just, I'm thinking to myself, I'm gonna sign up and I'm gonna go. So it's interesting, you got the walking, you've got the swimming and both of which I came to the decision yesterday, that's, that's what I'll do when they open. So that's excellent. Yeah, because I do the clarity when you were swimming, cause I did it years ago and I would do 20 laps of the pool a day and you actually don't start swimming until you do 10 laps already. It's really interesting. Mm. It's one of those things like most people, 10 laps is their workout. But in actual fact, that's just preparing you to get into that flow. Yeah. And then when you're in that flow, it's exactly like meditation in the sense that your brain is 100% free to go anywhere and do anything it wants to, and your body's just going through the motions it's it's really quite a unique experience 
It is. The only frustrating thing is you don't have anything with you that you can write something down or pen paper. That's the only thing I'd say when it comes to swimming and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, getting clarity. But yeah. Well, you're just going to have to get a wax pencil and a uh, laminated piece of paper <laughs> at the end. So you can just do notes at each end. All right. So, done. Nutritionally, how do you give yourself the best chance of success? We covered that. You basically do naturally what is meal planning for other people. Yes. Mm -hmm. It but is. Getting all uh, that organized. And, and that's right, probably next. from a. It's it's interestingly enough, um, probably from a necessity point of view, in the sense that you know, seriously, cooking for one is not fun at all. So um, you know, I just cook a big batch and boom, put it in containers, off in the freezer. So meal planning is 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 a big one, and there, you know, there's different ways of doing meal planning. There's no right or wrong. So I generally to my clients give lots of different options and they choose whichever option is talks to them, really. And um, that's what I then support them with. Um, but yeah, you can't if you just leave it to luck, it ain't going to happen. So you have to meal plan in one way or another. That's excellent. All right, so family and friends, how is your social network and how does this affect you? Um, so family, I, I live far away from my parents, um, which is sometimes tricky and sometimes uh, a relief at the same time. Um, no, joking. Um, I have a brother here with his family, which I'm very close to. I do school pickup for my nieces on a Friday and then oh, I stay cool. for dinner and uh, put them to bed since they were born they're going to be 11 so that's kind of my time with them um i have all kinds of hobbies and friends from different uh different sides of my life i would say and um so yeah i do have a social life but i, I as an introvert i do like my own time and own space as well so yeah that's awesome so in general overall so what do you recommend for people to give them the best chance of success um it really is something that most of us don't do is take a step back slow down and look at what you currently do Ob observation is probably one of the best skills you can have self-observation without by the way without uh, telling yourself off um so self-compassion when it comes to that and then observing others as well those are and, and taking time to do it we are all so busy and in a rush and we just go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing um slowing down to speed up is probably one of the best skills you can have so really about observing what you currently do and then asking obviously the question why are you doing what you're doing uh, again without beating yourself up over anything because what you currently do is because of all the well all the habits that you've built up over years that's why you currently do whatever you're doing so 
trying to think that, oh, I'm going to unwrap it overnight and tomorrow morning I'm going to be a different person is not going to happen. But if you ask yourself the question, actually, why am I doing this? Okay, now I know. What can I do differently next time? And then practice that over time. That's when you're going to see the biggest change. So really about uh, observing and understanding and then finding solutions to do things differently. Awesome. Now, what habits would you recommend people establish? So slowing down the speed up is just the first the first step. Anything big after that? Um, so once you know what's missing is to find, as you said at the beginning, find one or two things that you feel comfortable introducing in your life. Uh, obviously, things that will lead you to um, to, to your goals. So for, for me, it was eat, eat more vegetables or eat vegetables at every meal. So something very concrete. Um, and then um, uh, some other small bits, they, you know, your quality of sleep is probably a big one that I would say focus on as well. And then uh, at the end of the day, do a short review of how your day went. And again, not for beating yourself up over it, but for learning. I feel every failure, if you can call it a failure, or anything that doesn't go to plan is an opportunity to learn. And so a bit of a, a daily accountability, um, just to make sure of what you eat. So quite often when someone is on a weight loss uh, uh, journey, they they do a food diary. Well, that's all good and well, and it's a very important one. But also ask yourself the question, you know, what went well? What didn't go so well? Why did it go well and why didn't it go so well? And what could I do differently next time that I'm in the same situation? Those questions are awesome. Yeah, exactly. So basically we come for everyone that just, like you said earlier, the three types of habits, find, figure out your good habits. What have you got to actually work with? What are the negative habits that aren't serving you anymore in your current incarnation of where you're at? And what habits do you want to achieve? And I love the way you were talking about your own journey, finding those, the big goals and breaking them down into the manageable steps. So the habits that you don't have yet, you know, sometimes they seem massive, huge. Sometimes they seem massive. But, you know, like you said, can you start with 10 minutes? You know, yeah. I've, I've, I remember one, one client, okay, you're going to start with checking your mailbox at the end of your driveway, you know, and then when you can do that every single day, we're going to get you to go to the mailbox and then walk to the end of your property and then walk back, you know. And for some people, those are massive, massive steps, but like breaking it down into the manageable chunks so that you might not be able to achieve the big 10-kilometre bike ride, you know, but you can purchase a push bike. Yeah. You, know, you can 100%. go to the park and just do one lap, you know. So there's little steps that everyone can do, which will give them those good habits 
that will step and those good habits will become their good habits that they have anyway yeah and so that's fantastic because also there will be days where you won't be able even when you've achieved the big thing okay that let's say that one hour walk or that 10 kilometer uh cycle there will be days where you physically can't do it because you have a massively busy day or something happens but if you then go to well i actually have 10 minutes what can i do in those 10 minutes then you still have done something and i always say something or doing something is always better than doing nothing so if your day doesn't pan out as you were expecting it to do do that little thing and you still feel that you've achieved something exactly so it's like what else can i do and yeah. and that's always i mean i always do that i do that at work uh what else can i do in you know in in the kitchen in with my staff and but yeah and sometimes i definitely don't do that with myself it's just oh well i'm not going to get to the gym today you know but it's like what else can i do and i, I love that that's Here's what else what, can I while do. the kettle is boiling come on <laughs> yeah that's exactly it you know all right so what final advice would you give people be kind to yourself don't and don't be impatient um i think one of the things that we see in a world that is so so busy so quick so everything is that we want things now i mean seriously if there was a pill that would get us all healthy and uh, and slim and trim I, i'd probably be over out of work you would be as well um but it's not realistic so be patient keep the course and break it down into small things and be kind to yourself you are going to get there but one thing that we um and i'm not saying that to promote you or me or anything but it's okay to ask for help you know we're good at a lot of stuff but we're not supposed to be good at everything and changing lifestyle is a big one work we have generally someone to help us and support us family we just quite often have our friends and, and other family members that help us you know to shape ourselves get yourself someone to help you achieve your goals and it's okay to say i can't do it myself i mean that's one of the things at the time that i really struggled with i said you know i'm an intelligent person i'm successful at work i you know i'm creative i'm everything why the hell can't i do it myself why can't i be successful at uh, weight loss and healthy lifestyle for myself and it was really frustrating until i realized and i i let go and i said okay i need help and asking for help is sometimes a hard thing to do but it's an important one that's amazing now and if anyone wants to get a hold of you where would be the best way for them to find you oh everywhere um i've got my website which is uh, anayarchie.com i'm on social media instagram uh, facebook uh twitter linkedin all through my my name and then obviously there's there's my book um and i think the 
way I wrote the book, which is quite an interesting one, is actually a workbook because inside the book there's like exercises or questions to answer, which will help you take a step back and think. So if you want to do it alone, that's perfectly fine, but have those guiding questions to, um, to help you. And the book is on my website. Again, I, um, I, I don't ship to Australia, but I ship to the UK. Um, but it is uh, available through Kindle. It is available on Kindle, on Amazon, all the local bookshops and everything else. Everywhere you expect a book to be, it's there. That's fantastic. All right, Anne, thank you very, very much. I'll make sure those links are, you know, on the bottom of the podcast and everyone so everyone can find them. Thank you very much for your time today. I'm definitely enriched for having spoken to you tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me and um, everyone else. Go, go and do it. You can. I know you can. It's fantastic. All right. Take care. Have a great day. Everyone who tuned in today, thanks for listening to today's Relax and Enjoy Health podcast with Anne Iaki. If you'd like to know more about Anne, you can find her at anneiaki.com, on Facebook at Anne Iaki Coaching, or on Instagram at Anne Iaki. I've been your host, Andrew French, for optimal health, well-being, and balance. If you want the bullet points from today's podcast or even for some free resources, check us out at relaxenjoyhealth.com.au. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or even leave us a review and a rating. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Facebook at Relax Enjoy Health. But for now, stay sane and have a great day.